I've been pretty hard on you in all the rankings, mostly because of your Vernon Davis pick. Do you still stand by it? So, I, I guess I have to defend it a little bit right now. You don't uh, have to. You could say it sucks. F. Fifth. So, zero, zero, three, live from the 19106. This is Narf Money, your host, sitting here at ON2, last place in the league. We're going to be joined by Fuse later on. We're going over week two power rankings, week three recaps, and a preview ahead. Talking some serious Eli Manning stuff. If Narf and Anton deserve their picks, if Vernon Davis was the worst pick in the draft, we'll see what Fuse thinks. Listen up, let's go. So this is Narf, and Fuse is now on the podcast. Fuse, how's it going, man? Doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. You pumped for this Giants game tonight? Uh, not really at all. They got a lot of injuries, and I'm pretty worried that Cam Newton's just going to light them up. I actually picked against them in my pick'em league this week, so I'm not too happy. Fuck me. I was hoping for some confidence. For some reason, I actually bet a significantly large amount of money on the Giants this week. Well, that doesn't surprise me. You usually make bad bets. It's not a bad bet. It's a five-team parlay that's actually going to win me a billion dollars, but the Giants are going to lose tonight. And even worse, I put it in like two days ago when the Giants were at plus one, and now they're at like minus three on the line. It shifted so much since Knicks went out. Yeah, Knicks is out, Bradshaw's out, Deal's out, and I believe uh, Hickson is out. Oh, God. Well, I picked up, Mar- uh, what's his name, the tight end, Martellus Bennett? Martellus Bennett, who is now probably going to have his highest value ever and now drop off. Well, I, I have him I have him now to replace Aaron Hernandez, so I'm hoping for at least something there. But you do not think the Giants are gonna win tonight? Unfortunately not, it pains me to say, you know, off of four days rest with all of their injuries. The Panthers uh, are also off four days rest. It's the same thing. Right, but with all their injuries and four days rest, it's just gonna be hard for them. Oh. Uh, I know. I, I mean, it really. I don't know why I would choose to bet on Eli Manning. Panthers are also a much younger team, so it'll help them. Out. Uh, yeah, you're right. They'll recover better. Cameron will throw for 800 yards. It's going to be miserable. Yeah, um, so I'm not looking forward to watching. Uh, well, we're going to be watching because um, I've got Brandon LaFell playing too. Do you have any players in it, the game tonight? Um, I have Cam Newton in one of my other leagues, which isn't this league, so it's not worth even mentioning. But uh, I don't yeah, think I have nah, Vigo made that mistake last week. Right. Um, what do you think of uh, Thursday night every week? I'm really not a fan. I'm not a fan just because I don't have NFL Network and I can't watch it. So, I'd be fine if I was able to watch the games. Luckily, so, I'm able to watch the Giants game because it's a local market, but... Like, I didn't get to see the Packers-Bears game, which apparently wasn't worth watching anyway. No, it really wasn't. Um, so. And then I guess you got to watch the first Giants game, too. The opener wasn't on NFL, was it? Wasn't it on ESPN? No, it was on uh, NBC. Right. It, was, it was national. Yeah, yeah. So I actually do get NFL Network. I get to watch the games. But I don't know. I'm not Like, Thursday games are annoying me. Like, one, it makes fantasy decisions really hard. It's like, like I don't know if Garcon is going to play on Sunday. And I've got Brandon LaFell tonight. I'm going to play LaFell just because I don't want to risk Garceau not playing. Right. But I'd rather go with Garceau. It's like, I don't know. They're just, there's no point in Thursday games this early. It's, it's 
Yeah, I like how they did it. They used to do it where Thursday games were only towards the end of the season. Um, it does make it tougher fantasy, especially with all these injuries. Uh, so I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I mean, they've been, like, inching them one week forward every year when they start. And then this week, like, you start, like, week 9 or 10 last year, I think. And now it's just week 1. Great. I also want to be watching the premieres of Office and Parks and Rec and stuff tonight. That's Thursday night TV supposed to be comedy. I know. I'd much rather be watching that than watch the Giants lose. Luckily, I have DVR, which is probably the greatest invention ever. Well, I have to watch the Giants win. All right. We can, we can move off the Giants. We'll actually, well, while we're on Eli Manning, why don't you tell me what you think about Eli Manning so far while we're on the Giants? All right. Well, he went from having his probably one of his worst first hacks ever. I don't think he's done something like that since pre-2007 Super Bowl. What, did he have three picks in the first half? First quarter, actually. Oh, they're all in the first quarter? I don't think he's had three picks in the first half. I think he only did it once other, one other time in his career, which was 2005 or 2006. Um, so it's definitely looking like the Eli of old. But then good old Tim gave, or good old Tommy came out and gave a good halftime speech, really riled him up and had probably one of his best second halves, um, ever throwing yeah, I mean, how many, amount. he had what, like 250 yards in the fourth quarter alone? Yeah, and his completion percentage was up near like 70 or 80, which was awesome. Yeah, I mean, for the game it was 60, and I wrote that, but you're right, for the second half it was much higher. It also had 10 yards per attempt, which is a really high number. Not not 10 yards per catch, I think it was 10 yards per attempt, which is even crazier. Yeah, that's what I just said, Fuse. Oh, I thought you said catch. <laughs> no, no, I said, I said attempt. 10 yards per yeah. catch, I think, is actually not that strong. Actually, that still is high, I think. But um, I think most quarterbacks are on like seven, eight yards per attempt. I actually don't really have that in front of me. I'm actually not really that sure. But, I mean, you can't just discount his awful first half. You can't, but you like, have to look at, you know, it's a full 60 minutes. It's not just 30 minutes. And as long as he won it for them in the end, that's all that really matters. He won it for them because of how bad Tampa's defense was. Like, you can't throw three picks and get behind by 20 against a good team and just assume you're going to come back and win. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, he, he didn't... I, I'm, I'm, I have to give him credit for the fourth quarter. Like, he is clutch. But, I don't know. Like, has he looked great in either game yet? I don't think so. Um, I don't think he looked terrible the first game. Uh, he didn't have a huge stat night, but... He Tony Romo also just looked better the first game. Like, Romo outplayed him. Yeah, Roma had one of the best games of his career. He'll never do that again. Uh, Romo's actually good. People don't realize he's good. I think Romo's a little overrated. Always has been. He uh, he's not a good quarterback. I would say he's probably maybe the tenth best quarterback in the league. Well, the league is actually very strong at QB now, so ten might be around right. But I, I like I don't think that's. A problem. Like, if, if I was starting a franchise from scratch, like, I wouldn't be too upset if Tony Romo was my quarterback. I wouldn't be upset. I don't think I would be happy. Then again, it always goes back to that playoff game where he couldn't call the snap, and I think that just has a bad, uh, you bad mean, mantra on you him. Mean against Seattle, like, four yeah. or five years ago when he then got caught behind running. Exactly. I, yeah, I mean, that also is not him as a quarterback. That's him as a holder for a place kicker, which he has never played since and will never play again. Right. I mean, I'm happy that he single-handedly got the Giants to the playoffs last year by overthrowing, uh, I, I think it was Miles Austin, on a wide-open pass that would have sealed yeah. the game in the Week 17, and the Giants wouldn't have even made the playoffs. Correct, and if Victor Cruz had had that 99-yard TD against uh, Cromartie against the Jets, the fucking Eagles would have actually made it instead. But 
Yeah. It all happened. The Eagles are 2-0. I actually picked them. I don't them. know how they're 2-0. They're probably one of the un, the the worst-looking 2-0 team right now. Well, we have a point differential of 2, which right. is literally as low as it can be to be 2-0. And, and how many picks does I don't, Nick have already? I don't think eight? we looked bad. I mean, against Cleveland, we looked awful. I don't think we looked bad against Baltimore at all. Baltimore's a really good team. Our, did you see how bad Flacco looked in the second half against our defense? Did you yeah. see the game at all? I did because he's on my fantasy team. Yeah, and that's why you can't have Joe Flacco. The Eagles' D was legit. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought they were going to be really good last year. Uh, I think the lockout kind of hurt them a lot. Didn't really have time to work together. And now that they had that season, I, I really thought I picked the Eagles to actually win the division. I, I think they're going to have a big season too. I mean, Vic hasn't looked great, but he's at 300 yards both games. If he stops throwing picks, like. The offense is really good around him. Like they got great weapons everywhere. Yeah, if Vic stays healthy, you know, in at least ten games, I think you'll win the division. I think we will too. Because I don't think that's a, that's a big if. Yeah, although honestly, like I think Washington is going to be pretty good somehow. I, I think they're going to come out of nowhere with the easy schedule and and not be bad. Um, all right, it all depends move. on how RG three actually ends up. If he stays like this, I think they'll they'll definitely give. The division to run for their money. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so the Phillies are going to make the playoffs. What do you think about that? I can't believe it. And <laughs> the Yankees are going to lose in the wild card game. Well, the Phillies actually might not make the playoffs. As of recording time, we're four and a half out with 12 to go. Although we're up 8 nothing on the Mets right now. So I'm going to call this a win. We're four back with 12 to go. It's They have a chance. And are the Yankees not leading the division anymore? They are half a game of the Orioles. Right now they're losing 2-1 in the third against Toronto. I think they'll win either, well, hopefully they'll win the division, and then they have a decent run to the through the playoffs. If they win the wild card, I think they'll probably lose the wild card game against Oakland. Man, these one-game wild cards are going to be about as intense as baseball gets. Like, Yeah, I don't really like it. I don't think a playoff should be based on just one game. And Not only does it... You know, you play the whole season, then one game playoff just to decide who gets in. You also waste one of your best starters, which can mess up a three-game or a five-game series. Agree completely. Now, the Phillies have an unlimited amount of awesome starting pitchers, so that's not a problem for us. Right, but a little I, more problem. I would feel Yankees. bad for like a team like Atlanta that's like a legit wild card is going to finish ten games above St. Louis or the Dodgers, the Phillies, whoever gets in, like to have to play a one-game playoff for that. Like, it, it doesn't seem right. Yeah, but then they have, you know, they can either start Hudson or they can start Medlin. They got a whole bunch of pitching that'll get them through that first game. I think uh, Sean will be happy to hear me say that they'll be all right in the playoffs. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. They choked pretty hard in September last year. Uh, That's true. They, they do have a solid team. Chipper Jones playing for his last season, so they don't want to do well with that. All right. I mean, that was baseball. So let's move on. Let's get to your team for a little bit. I've been pretty hard on you in all the rankings, mostly because of your Vernon Davis pick. Do you still stand by it? So, I, I guess I have to defend it a little bit right now. You don't uh, have to. You could say it sucks. Well, if it was a one-quarterback league, I would be okay with it. And at the time that I made the pick, I thought it was a one-quarterback league. So, so, you know, in the first two weeks, my two tight ends have a combined total of 60 points, so I'm okay with that. They've played well. You're right. And Gronk actually hasn't even been great yet. But right, yeah, he he's gonna. I think he's only gonna get better, and Vernon Davis is also going to get better. So uh, one, you didn't do your homework and understand the rules of the league, which you played in before. You played when, like three or four years ago? 
Yeah, and back then it was a flex player, I believe. No, it's always been. It's two, always been offensive. Always been two QB. I also think having a two quarterback league and a twelve team league is kind of dumb because there aren't twelve good quarterbacks, let alone twenty four good quarterbacks. Right. So players like Narf that have two of them are going to fucking dominate. Right. So if you have, so if so I just if draft was, two good quarterbacks, it's not that hard. If it was a one quarterback league, I would have been fine with having Gronk and Davis in my first couple picks. And then I would have been able to get a decent quarterback because everyone wouldn't be picking up two quarterbacks by the time I realized, you know, most of the guys are off the board. I understand what you're saying. And, I mean, Vernon Davis has played well, but I'm just not sold on Vernon Davis. Like, I think you could have gotten a better running back or wide out there, especially for the flex position. But we'll see. I mean, Alex Smith looks good. San Fran does look good so far. Yeah, and... uh Dalton's coming into his own. I think he'll start picking it up a little bit. Um, Skelton going out and me picking up Cobb helps me out a little bit. He'll, yeah, Cobb is not good, but... I think Cobb's the better quarterback in Arizona. I don't know how he didn't win the starting job. I've always thought that, too, but no one else seems to agree. And I only think that because I watched Cobb have a few good games as an Eagle, like, four years ago. Right. But we'll see. So, preseason, I actually gave you a pretty high spot. I think you were five or six on the rankings. Yeah, I was somewhere around the top half. How, how, you only played one season, and you had a pretty good record, I think, right? But didn't win? Yeah, I think I came in, I think, fourth in the playoffs. Okay. Third or fourth in the playoffs, something like that. So I, I gave remember. you a fair amount, probably too much respect based off that, especially with your draft strategy. And then you came in, where you, you were last two weeks in a row, right? Yeah, I've been last <laughs> up until this week. You think those you think those are fair, or you think I should have moved you up? Um, I think after my draft, that was probably fair. I don't know if last, but definitely towards the bottom third of the of the teams. Uh huh. Um, after my first week, I probably wouldn't agree with it. I had a pretty close game against um, Lionel. You know, yeah. I lost by twenty five. That's not still, really that close a game, but well, I, all I right. Still, I still scored one twelve, which was higher than a good amount of the teams to be last. I think it was close, closer than uh, it should have been. You're Marshawn right. Lynch only put up eight points. Reggie Bush put up ten. Um, I have a pretty average week. Um, only a couple guys didn't reach double digits. Um, but week two, I think I had probably one of my better weeks that I'll have. Yeah, what did you put up, like 140 last week or close to it? Yeah, I think I put up like 138. And uh, I think I should have got a little more respect from that, especially... I I moved you up. You got respect. Well, yeah, but you're still fifth, and you have the least amount of points scored, and you haven't won a game. Anton's ahead of me, and he's just as bad. Well, right. I don't think he should be there either. Um, No, you're right. And I've said this a few times. Like, I'm still stuck in how I thought about teams going into the season. Like, it's only been two weeks. Right. It's tough to tell. So, Um, I think, obviously... If me and Anton both lose again... And go zero and three, like we'll be towards the bottom. And if your team wins again, you'll you'll move up. I mean, it right. I think uh, Lamb Chop's definitely up there. I probably would switch Lionel and Noah and keep Moose at three. You think Lionel's team is that strong? I think so. I think he has a, a pretty good team. Matt Ryan. He's got be he's got really good, good receivers. He does have good receivers. Like that could probably finish as the top receiving core. And Reggie Wayne at the OP has been great so far too. Right. But I mean. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sold Reggie Wayne kind of does this all season long. Yeah. Or or even Steve Smith. Like, they're both old. You, you never know what's going to happen. They're there. old, but uh, Cam Newton loves passing it to Steve Smith, so I think he's he's going to put up his numbers this year. I'm hoping Brandon LaFell takes some of those away. I'm looking at Lionel's team right now. 
I mean, MJ, you think MJD is going to have a good season? I don't, I don't see that. I mean, he, I think in the past four years, he has the most carries. Uh, they yeah. really put, put the team on his back. No one else is good in Jacksonville. But that's, so that's not necessarily a good sign. I mean, he, he's going to wear down like all running backs do when they do that much work. But he, I mean, he hasn't. He's been doing this for three, four years now, and he hasn't worn down, and he always gets his numbers, so I think he'll be all right. You're, you're, I mean, you're right that it hasn't happened yet, but and I generally jump off players a little too early than a little too late, as evidence with Frank Gore this year. But I don't know. The, the lockout, I don't think MJD's, he's got 77 yards, 60 yards his first two games. I mean, those aren't awful, but Jacksonville looks real bad. Yeah, they do. I mean, their quarterback's Blaine Gabbert, so they're not really going anywhere. Yeah, Kevin Smith and the running back, too. I mean, that's that's not... He's not good. Like, and and he's going to get hurt, and Detroit doesn't run. So, Lionel's team, the wide receiver's strong. If Matt Ryan is a top-five quarterback, his his team, I think Lionel's a pretty good lock in the playoffs, but I'm not sold on Matt Ryan either yet. I I think he's good. I just don't think he's elite. If Matt Ryan, I think, is good, and he has great receivers down there. Yeah, the, the receivers, actually, watching Tony Gonzalez Monday night, like, Gonzalez is still a really solid player. Yeah, Gonzalez, they got Roddy White, and uh, they got Julio down there. Yeah, and the eight, eight dome games makes a big difference, and there are no good defenses in their division, which may also makes a big difference. And they have a good running game. I don't know, Michael Turner does not look, they, I'm not sure they have a good running game anymore, but... I don't, I don't know if it matters. He can't run fast enough away from the cops, so... Uh, yeah, um, yeah, what was that, a DUI like three nights ago? He got it two hours after they beat uh, Peyton's team. Really? I didn't actually look up into the story. So it was the same yeah, night as after like Monday two night. hours after they won Sunday night football, or Monday night football. Yeah. Got a DUI. Oh, man. Great Party. A little too hard. Great for him. All right, so you think Lionel should be moved up. Um, I'm guessing you think Anton and Nar should be moved down. Yeah, at least to the bottom third. So, so well, what, you think you should be, like, five or six right now? I think the combination of me, CB, and Yoni should be somewhere in the five, six, seven. Yoni. So, I mean, I'll, the, part of Yoni's ranking every year is he's approved to me he's going to actually care about his team the whole season. Okay. And, I, I mean, he, Yoni, come on the podcast or, send me, or do anything to prove me wrong, but... Like, every year, he's, he cares the first three or four weeks, and then just, like, stops paying attention, and is starting, like, five players on IR by week nine. So, like, right. literally, that. 25% of Yoni's ranking is the fact that I don't think he will be playing by week 10, and okay. the other 75% is how good his team is. So, I mean, I, I really like Doug Martin. I actually really wanted to pick him up. I, I agree. He was a running back sleeper I had on my list of players to pick up. I think yeah. I think everyone says he's like a mini Ray Rice, and he's going to be real solid. Yeah, he's going to be real good. He's really fast. Um, Calvin Johnson, obviously one of the best receivers out there. Hey, we, uh, we Antonio Brown's going to have a great year. I don't I don't know. I mean, Brown was real trendy to have a great year coming into it, but he hasn't he hasn't done it yet. I mean, he's been solid. I mean, he has 20 points the first two weeks. Um, I don't think he's 100 and yards without, yet. And that's without a touchdown. He's going to find the end zone. He gets, you know, he gets the most looks Wait, from I'm... Roethlisberger. Oh, 20, 20 points total. I thought you meant 20 points each week. I was like, what? Oh, no, 20 points total. Well, 20 points Man. total is not, not great for you. It's like, that's okay, but that's, that's not. That's without a touchdown. He hasn't, you know, he's getting the yards. Well, he might not get touchdowns. I mean, Mike Wallace is on the team. Like, you he says, I wouldn't say having two games of 70 yards means he's going to have a breakout season. Yeah. 
Like, I, I, I wanted him also. I thought he was a good undervalued player. But, I mean, apparently a lot of people thought that, so maybe he wasn't actually undervalued. But I'm not saying he's, like, a fantasy star yet. And then you only had Selick and Amendola give him, like, 55 points last week. Like, when will that happen again? Well, I think Amendola will actually be pretty good this year. Uh, he's, he's the end zone target in St. Louis, which... Isn't saying much. He but. was th- that was his thing last year. Too. It was I think it was two years ago, Bradford's rookie season, when Amendola like led the league in red zone targets. And then last year, that was like the stat everyone knew. Oh my god, he gets so many red zone targets. They did nothing last year. It's the same thing, right? It's all if Bradford's better. That's something. Especially actually, he only has Bradford on his team too. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'm I watched the first half of them play the Redskins, and Bradford didn't look good. I know it's the second half they came back, but. I mean, his, his team could be okay. I actually think, like, top to bottom, there's a lot of parity. Like, I, I think it's actually more even than I can remember in years past. The league? Yeah, the league. Like, I think, I, I really think, like, a lot of these teams could be, are, are relatively pretty even with each other right now. I mean, Yeah, so, it's, it's just going to come down to injuries. It's, which all, it it's only been two weeks. Yeah, injuries always play a big part, and it'll come down to as soon as RG3 and CJ Spiller stop being the best two players in the world for Lamb Chop. Can I, can I hear your argument as to why you put Anton and yourself at 5-6? Yeah, um, I I just think those are two really strong rosters. Um, I mean, let me take a look at Anton's right now for a second. I, I know mine off the top of my head. Um, I mean, you've been hurt with injuries already. Yeah, I mean, come on. I, I wrote this. I've lost so many players go down in the first quarter. Like, I know injuries happen, but when you go down in the first quarter of a game, you basically like, lose a whole spot of that game. And, right. like, I lost week one to Priest by one and a half points, in which Pierre Garçon and Fred Jackson both went down in the first quarter. No one in the league will tell me that if either of them played one more quarter, I wouldn't have won that game. Yeah, you probably would have. And, I mean, I still didn't have a great week. Like, I, I deserve to lose for other reasons, but those were... And then Aaron Hernandez, that's a big loss to me. I actually was counting on him to be up a really good season. Yeah, that helps out my Gronk pick. Although, I know, but I'm kind of happy with picking up Bennett. Like, everyone says he's good. Yeah, I actually, if I didn't have my two tight ends, he was not in the next tight end I wanted to pick up. All right, so I'm, I'm looking at Anton's roster now. Here's why I think this is a very... I think he's very solid at every position. I don't think he has any real weaknesses. Rodgers hasn't looked great, but, I mean, are you worried about Rodgers? I think he'll be fine. No, his numbers will show up by the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, and I think Josh Freeman is underrated fantasy. I think, I mean, I think it's, he, at least he's starting a starting quarterback there. Like, I think Freeman's a middle-of-the-road OP spot, but Rodgers but Roger and Freeman together are probably a top three or four quarterback there because of Rodgers. Um, See, like, that's, that's my argument for start, starting my second tight end there. Uh, Vernon Davis has more points than Josh Freeman so far. I, I, I will bet you right now he doesn't by the end of the season, though. Like, quarterbacks, it's just so much easier to put up points. Right. Unless you're a terrible quarterback. Unless you're a terrible quarterback. And Freeman's, I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. So I think Anton is, I think Aaron Rodgers will win Anton three or four weeks alone. Like, he's the most explosive player in the league. I think yeah, DeMarco. I think in five of, or four of my fantasy drafts, he went first in three of them. Yeah. So I, I mean, he's definitely going to be up there. Yeah, I, I think, um, I think Demarco Murray's legit. He's running strong. He hasn't gotten in the end zone yet, but I, I think he's going to be a top ten um, running back. I think who's he drafted Michael Turner, who he's not playing anymore, but Turner will have some big games. I think Ben Jarvis will be fine in Cincinnati. Like I think that's a pretty solid number two running back. And I think his wideouts are actually pretty strong. 
I mean, I don't think like, Nix was a, a second-round pick like Anton took him, but I think Nix is a number one. I think I still think Brandon Lloyd is going to be number one. And then he can play around with Bolden, Ogletree, whoever. And, and I thought Tammy actually was going to have a really good season with Peyton Man. It doesn't look like that anymore, but... I, I, I just think he was Anton, one of my sleeper tight ends that I wanted. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably... Like, I had him two years ago in his breakout season. He was, he was great with Manning. Um, yeah. I don't think Ogletree will have anywhere near what he had the first week. I don't think he'll even get half of that probably again this season. No, you're right. I think Bolden's probably the player. So, you're right. Anton may be a little weak at the third wideout spot. But Bolden's not going to be awful. I mean, Bolden's going to have eight or 900 yards and maybe three or four touchdowns. Like... I, th- I think this team is really solid everywhere, and I think Rodgers is, is going to be great. Um, that, that's why I picked Anton. My team, I, I, I change my mind a lot on how good I think my team is, especially because I'm 0-2. But I think I have the best quarterback pair in the league in Stafford and Rivers. I don't think either's played well yet, but I think they're the top quarterback pair in the league. I think my wideouts are really underrated. I think Percy Harvin is everywhere from Minnesota. I think he's, I mean, he's had two big games already. Kenny Britt has as much upside as anyone in the league. Right. Garcon, I was think, actually number one on my waiver wire uh, when right before you picked him up. I didn't pick him up. I drafted him. Uh, that must have been a different league. Yeah. These, don't pull fucking Vigo. This is one league that you care about. That's true. This, you're not on the podcast from the league right now, so get this shit together. Kenny Britt is huge upside. I think... Pierre Garçon's really solid, too, undervalued. Brandon LaFell's had two better games, actually, than Antonio Brown. He's actually had 13 and 14 as opposed to, like, 9 and 10. Um, Hernandez, I thought, was going to be good. My, my running backs were question marks. I mean, Jamal Charles, I wasn't positive I was going to get. Fred Jackson, I thought, would be solid. I, I don't know. I thought I had a lot of upside on this team. And I thought Stafford and Rivers would give me really good consistency for when other guys didn't hit, because quarterback's the most consistent position in the, in the league. Um, 49ers D, I think, is good. I mean, I, people can make fun of me. I took him in, like, the 11th or 12th round, but, and you should say you shouldn't take a defense till 13 or 14, but they're returning 11 starters, and they've, I mean, they've looked great so far. I mean, if there was only one defense that I would take early, it would probably be them. So, I, so you I still don't think you can take them before the you, later rounds. You don't have to buy it. I mean, with injuries, it can get bad real ugly. I mean, it can, it can get bad real early. It looks ugly. If Jamal Charles doesn't do anything, I'll be in trouble. But I think I still think my team is pretty good all the way around when you look at it. Like, I think you're judging your team based on expectations rather than how they've actually done so far. Yes, uh, but, it, because, but it's only been two weeks. Well, but it's been two weeks, and you're still in the top half when your team's highly underperformed. Look, I don't have a problem with with you telling me I should be ranked lower. Um, in fact, probably everyone in the league would say that at this point. Um, six is maybe a stretch. Maybe I don't know. I uh, no one, no teams behind me. I think all have like much bigger holes than I do. Um, but I mean, Alfred, I'm picking up Alfred Morris. Like he's gotten solid work two weeks in Washington right now. Yeah, but you can't really trust a Washington running back with Shanahan down there. He yeah, won't be no. the starter by I midseason. I know. You can't trust anything with Washington, but we'll see. I mean, I'm, I think RG3 will have the most rushing yards on that team by season's end. Maybe. I mean, Morris has, I think he's got like 90, he's got 96, 89. Like, I don't know. If, if he, uh, it'll be close. It'll, it'll depends on how much work he gets, but it very easily could be RG3. 
I think you're right. Um, so we're running, we're running longish now. I've been trying to keep these a little shorter, although I didn't do a great job with Vigo at all. I blame him for that, actually. Yeah, that was like 50 minutes. <laughs> I actually cut it down a little bit in post-production, too. But it's okay. It was longer so, than that? <laughs> maybe it went like five minutes. And maybe five minutes that I cut out. Who knows? Um, so who's, who's your favorite player on your team? Like, who, who, favorite player on my team? Yeah. I mean, it has to be Gronk. He's going to... Yeah, what do you... Th so, I don't know. As a Giants fan, you have a Patriots team name. I don't know if that's okay. I mean, it's it's fantasy. You can't have sport team alliances when you're fantasy. Well said. All right, I believe that. It, it, you you got you to put your fanhood behind you when no. you go to fantasy. Like, yeah. I picked against the Giants to win. I picked the Panthers to win tonight. Yeah. Well said. I, I won't argue with that. I'll take back the team name thing. Um so, all right, Grog's favorite player. What about any any late round picks you're happy about? Like, who on your team were you really excited to get? Like after the fourth or fifth round? Um, uh, that's tough. I would. Hold on, I'm gonna bring up my draft real quick. God, I know your draft. God, you. uh, I, mean, I know my first, my beginning draft. Probably it would have to be. Well, your beginning draft was, I think, two running backs and two tight ends. So, anyone after that. I, I liked getting Reggie Bush in the seventh. All right. That, um, that's a for starting also, running back. That's a good pick. I also liked picking up um, Torrey Smith in the eighth. Those were my seventh and eighth pick back-to-back. Torrey Smith. Yeah, Torrey Smith. I think he has a, a big upside. He's, you know, he's had a breakout play in each game. Now he just has to become more consistent. He's got a ton of speed. Um, now he just got, has to find the end zone. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's definitely got potential. I don't love Flacco. I don't love that offense in general. I think they're kind of overrated by everyone. Um, actually, the Patriots are going to beat him this week, too. And no one in the world seems to think that. But Yeah, I have Baltimore winning that game. Everyone does. I mean, Baltimore plays them. Baltimore's beaten them a lot recently, and should have beaten them in the AFC Championship game, but I don't know. When the Patriots like get undervalued like this, they're a real dangerous team. Like, I don't, it's hard to pick against them. I think at least, even though they haven't looked looked super strong. So yeah, I mean, think I was gonna. We could go through the waiver draft waiver order, but there's actually not really any interesting pickup this week. I didn't think. Yeah, it was kind of a slow week. I was, I was looking got, through. I got a wide receiver that I wanted. Who um, who did you pick up? Hello? Yeah. Who Who's the wide receiver you picked up, Hughes? Um, I picked up Donnie Avery from Indianapolis. Um, uh, he's really become Andrew Luck's favorite target. Well, no, I think, really? Because Reggie Wayne's a two good game so far. Donnie Avery, I think, has he's been targeted 9 and 11 times the first two weeks. Um, all right, maybe more targets. I picked up Bennett, number one. First time I can remember having the number one claim, actually. It's kind of nice to know he's going to get the player. I think he, I mean, he's probably overrated now because everyone thinks he's good, but if he can just put, tie me over until I get her hands back, I'll be okay. Is Andre Brown the starter for the Giants now without Bradshaw? Yeah, he already has like 30 yards or something. Great. Heartline, yeah, Priest, your receivers are bad, but Heartline's not going to do anything. Um, I honestly do not know who Mikel LeShore is, Detroit running back. Donnie Avery. Yeah, I don't know who that would check. I would have kept Dwyer. He's yeah. been all right splitting the carries with uh, Redmond. Yeah, I mean, the, the other point is, like, 
unless some nowhere rookie or some unheard of player explodes for like a big game, there's no one out there who's a game changer. So like every week you're going to be dropping and adding the same players. Like none of these players are going to make a difference. Like I see why someone who CB picked um, Julian Edelman because Hernandez is out, but I mean Julian Edelman's not going to do that much. Defenses kind of get picked up and dropped every week too. Yeah, that's that's actually a point I wanted to talk to you about. You were uh, I know week one you had a lot of trouble with uh, defense and kickers kind of getting a lot of points. But if you're good on the waiver wire, oh, Martellus Bennett touchdown! Yeah, you just I was just about to tell you you scored. Nice. Uh, I still have the Phillies on, so I haven't turned turned over yet. But um, defense and kickers, if you're good on the waiver wire, you can get 15 points, 16 points out of those two, and that's a solid you know week. All right, you so, can, but it's really hard to predict and. I, I actually am pretty good at doing that consistently. Uh, I'll, I'll pay attention to that. I'll pro- prove me wrong. I don't think you're going to be able to hit 15 consistently from those positions. Like, I think the first two weeks, my kickers combined are at like 29 points or something. Who, who have you picked? Did you have Janikowski one of those weeks? Didn't he have a huge uh, week? Yeah, and I had uh, the St. Louis kicker. He got me nine points. And then week one, I had oh, I had Nick Falk, seventeen points total. But seven, I I will pay attention to your team because you said that. I'm glad you did. If I'll be impressed if you can somewhat accurately predict the kickers and defense are going to have a big week. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so my kickers are eight and nine week one and two. Your kickers are are what? Eight and nine points. No. All right. So as long as you you know you keep switching them out and you get something like that, you'll have a decent. I, I sh- my big mistake last week was drop- dropping Packers D that ended up putting up 24. Yeah. That's Jay like, Cutler. Yeah, I mean, it, Luckily, it's I didn't maybe not that big a mistake because it's hard to, you points. can't, it's, it's so hard to predict. Um, but prove me wrong. All right, I think that that should be good. I'm going to get to this Giants game. I'm going to try to get this podcast out before the end of the game, actually. We'll see if anyone wants to listen to it. Fuse, thank you for coming on the pod. No problem. Good if luck. Who wants to trade me a quarterback? I'm willing to look at some trades. No one wants to trade your quarterback. You have, you have Dalton and Flacco. You're going to struggle and miss your matchups each week. Who are you playing this week? Um, I am playing Priest, I believe. All right, I'm going to root for Priest on that one. Obviously. One, I, I don't like, his, one, one. like your team. And two, I want Priest to win. I'm going to beat Moose this week. All right, dude. See you later. All right, take care.